Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Karens and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. We thank you for joining this week for episode 123 featuring the talented Joshua Parent. We came to learn of Josh through the work that he does with Counterweight Brewing right here in the lovely state of Connecticut, Nutmeg Land. So this one's cool because uh, Josh and I got together at Counterweight. They were super gracious. Really, you know, want to thank them once again for, you know, carving out some space for us literally to have some, you know, quiet and nice little area upstairs. You know, had a couple beers and we're just chatting in person. We like to do those every once in a while, especially when we're doing them here in Connecticut. We're a little background on that. We do a kind of single mic style. So if some of you audio geeks out there, you're probably cringing a little bit. And, you know, we would love to get some feedback on maybe the most optimistic way to you know set that up we're we 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 is really me 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 and so it's uh trying to you know simplicity over you know form sometimes and so we're uh it's an evolving thing and we're definitely cognizant of that and so we always look for feedback and if you just want to say what's up aj16ozcanvas.com 16ozcanvas on facebook twitter instagram and of course, 16ozcanvas.com is the website. We are very excited. This is the beginning of vacation time, so we are heading to appropriately vacation land. We'll be in Maine when this episode drops, and next week's episode as well, featuring Laura over at Definitive. So we are very excited. We'll be follow along for some great you know, posts, great in quotes, but um, food, people, Obviously, beer. Excited to get up there and spend some time with uh, Will Holmes, Standard Gastro Pub, and uh, the Art of Craft Beer Hubbub. Kind of, uh, you know, we're teaming up together this year to, to bring it to Maine and do something really special at his uh, new venue, the All Roads Hub, right there in Bridge to Maine. So, check out theartofcraftbeer.com for more information. We've got, I think, six of the artists up there already. We'll be releasing some of the food trucks and musicians soon that I'll be playing, and it's just going to be continuing to evolve into a, you know, a really cool scene. We do have glasses still available, 16ozcanvas.com slash store. Apologies if this is getting a little uh, salesy, but we got to pay the bills, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But let's get back to Josh. Josh, you can follow along with him and his story at ghost underscore images. It's really cool because Josh kind of wears two hats. He has the, you know, the nine to five corporate gig, which a lot of us have. And then he has his passion project, which is, you know, doing these labels. And he really, you know, takes, you know, takes joy in that. And it was really, you know, there's an area in the brewery they set up that shows all the different cans. And you, know, you could see, you know, we were, when we were just walking around talking, you know, he's like, he was just like a proud father looking at his work. And you can just see that. And it was, you can't really fake that. You know, it was really, it was genuine. It was nice. And he's been super appreciative and really, really supportive of the project. And we're really excited to have him be a part of this episode as well as our event that we'll be doing in December at Three Sheets in New Haven, Connecticut. So we got a lot of stuff going on. In September, we have uh, Doodle or Die with Robbie Davis. Want to send a quick thank you out to Jimmy Carbone of Beer Sessions Radio. Um, he does a, it's a program that's on Heritage Radio. We recorded it live uh, earlier in the week uh, in Brooklyn, New York. We had our some of our alumni. He kind of let me curate. We had Earl Holloway and Daniel F. Birch. Earl does KCBC, and Daniel does Alewife as well as Barrier. And then 
you know, writer extraordinaire, uh, beer guru, uh, Josh Bernstein was in there as well. And so it was just a really fun episode to kind of geek out about, you know, beer labels, some of the you know, guests we've had. And it was, uh, it was actually kind of cool to be on the other side of the microphone for once and, you know, be interviewed. But uh, Jimmy kind of gave me a little freedom and we we're kind of running point for a little bit there. So that should drop in the next couple of days. We'll be sure to get that information out to you when it does. And we're just really excited to be doing some cool stuff together. 2019 is going to be a great year. I am a little under the weather, so my voice sounds a little weird this week. I don't know. I was joking before that maybe this will be a voice that people will send notes in and say they really like it. So I don't know. We, uh, yeah, we're getting, we're getting the flu or some, some shit like that before we go on vacation, which is brutal. But we're going to get into it. Here it is. Episode 103. The talented, the one, the only, Mr. Ghost Images himself. Joshua Josh Parent, Counterweight Brewing. And yes, we are the 16-ounce canvas. Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us today, live here at Counterweight Brewing in Hamden, Connecticut, Mr. Josh Parent, ghost underscore images on Instagram and ghostimages.org.org on the World Wide Web. So thanks so much for uh, joining us, Josh, today. It's really, yeah, of course. Uh, it's really nice to be here, yeah. uh, literally, and so having a, <laughs> having a good time. Cheers. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I'm super honored. Um, and thanks to Conway for hosting us here. It's super nice of them. So this is awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah, I've been a big fan of the Conway crew since the Nebco days. And so just to, to, I've been here a few times uh, drinking this killer beer. And um, just really, uh, yeah, it was really nice that you, you started tagging me in some of your stuff. And the fact that, especially locally, that like people are, are digging it. I really think that since you started doing more and more of the labels, you can really see a new a new direction, a new focus with them. And it just kind of shows how the breweries matured and you've been really doing a great job of representing that, that imagery. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, kudos to them for going along for the ride, you know, and being super, you know, receptive to looking at new ways to do the labels and, and just being, you know, super stoked on whatever I send them and being really collaborative. Um, so I, I have nothing but great, to, you know, great things to say about the team here. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about how your story interacts with them, but this is the, the part right drink this delicious raspberry beer and you tell us the you know the ghost images josh parent story oh man it's the long-winded part huh no yeah exactly <laughs> uh feel free to like guide me back in i've been known to be an awful the, rambler and oh good so if it gets off focus no you say you listen I, this is my favorite part when yeah. if a good rambler i'll go downstairs <laughs> to get a couple and come back up um but yeah i mean i think it you know as a young a young guy it, it's definitely super similar to a lot of the guests that you've had i was always a doodler and a drawer um, you know, growing up in the 90s, there were so many great things to sketch and draw um, from like Nickelodeon, you know, cartoons. I remember just mimicking SpongeBob. Um, and then, you know, like the boom of skateboarding um, was huge for me back in middle school. Uh, I remember getting like the, the CCS magazines and just like ripping through that thing, looking at like super sick like t shirt designs. And I was really obsessed with like the world industries uh i forget their names but there's like the flame guy and like the water guy mm -hmm. um so i'd like do them a bunch um but i think the big difference um in terms of like me like in you know as a young artist was how like early i got into photoshop um you know right along you know the resurgence of the internet of course came like napster um and like limewire and i had yeah. an older brother that was super into downloading stuff from that um i hope the government's not listening now but uh i think statute of limitations is up <laughs> uh yeah this is a long time ago um but i remember him downloading a, a cracked version of photoshop um and just starting to like dip into like making you know super cringy stuff but um figuring out how the program worked and i remember when he was at work i'd kind of jump on the computer the family computer and just mess around myself 
Um, this is probably right around the time where MySpace came out and uh, music became more a part of my life after I gave up my skating because I just wasn't really good at it, but I still love the culture of it. Um, so I was doing like the super slick like uh, coding, I do that with air quotes, MySpace, like changing it a bunch. Yeah, the CSS making stuff, backgrounds, yeah. And yeah. I was doing it for other people and, and having a bunch of fun with that. Um, and then, you know, by the time I got to high school, um, I was a pretty shitty student up until this point. Like I, I didn't take like traditional art classes. I wasn't like a drawer or like a painter. Um, so I never really, you know, had those classes to, to have like a artistic kind of vent. Um, but then I remember I was signing up for classes in high school and there was a graphics class on the list and I never heard about it. So I signed up and it was just like the first day of class I walked in I was like, oh man, like finally like someone's like speaking my language. I can at least like vibe to this class and like yeah. have fun and get, you know, at least get good grades hopefully. Um, but that was super cool. They had like a silk screen setups and like a makeshift dark room um, and had a really cool teacher that kind of helped me like expand on what I already knew. Um, that teacher ended up helping me kind of build a portfolio, um, did the whole thing where I shopped around in New England for art schools, um, ended up landing at University of Hartford, Hartford Art School. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a great experience. Um, struggled through the first year. That's kind of like the fundamental, like learn how to draw, learn how to illustrate. And that was never really my forte, but um, caught the stride of it. Uh, graduated in 2011. Um, worked at a really cool sign shop. That was actually a really great experience. Um, printing and running vinyl machines and putting up signs in Connecticut. Um, that was a family business. We all know how that goes. Um, not my family, but another family. Um, kind of got out of that really quick. Um, and right place, right time, kind of landed the corporate gig, um, working on an ad agency in Connecticut. And I've been there for a while. Um, and then again, right place, right time, kind of scooped up a label from Counterweight. Um, and it's been off to the races from there. They keep me busy uh, working as a second job at night. Yeah. Uh, but I can't complain. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's I think it's nice when people find what they like that feeling when they know that they are like that class. You just knew like, okay, this is it. Like my yeah. people, these are my people. It was like the first time that happened. You know, right. math, forget it. Uh, yeah. English and history I was a little bit into, but like the minute I saw the vinyl machines and photography, it was like it was, I was ready to go. One of the best jobs I ever had was didn't pay it paid shit, but I was I worked at a summer camp, and you got paid nothing, but it was just fun because it was like young people and girls and like you yeah. were just having a good time and everyone would party at night together. And then I came back the one summer and said, "Oh, we need somebody to teach photography," and I was like, "I don't know anything right. about photography." And they said, "Oh, it pays like a dollar fifty more an hour," and I was like, "I will teach photography." Yeah. <laughs> and we had they gave us like a dozen Pentec cameras. I remember and and just unlimited film and then they and then they would pay to to get it um developed and so that got ah oh, that was the best that was one of the best summers ever just because i was paid to take pictures like all summer yeah. in black and they're all black and white too oh of course and i was like moody life was, nice moody yeah pictures. i'm like life is good yeah <laughs> and i just yeah we just take photos all day and like i i basically learned as i went and uh just uh, it was it was something i always i always cherished that it was kind of like a holy shit like they were pretty foolish. Like I didn't really teach their kids anything, but like yeah, no, like you realize sometimes that like shit like that doesn't really matter. Like they, no one was. Sure. It was like we did a photo scavenger hunt and we made a list of all the cool things that they. Because every year the, the the camp director had this awful slideshow. Yeah, and he would take it, and so I was like, I just was like, well, why don't I give the kids as a scavenger hunt all the cool things that they should capture, teamwork and oh, friendship great, and whatever. Yeah, and so. I was, and then I was like, hey, man, like, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm, your slideshow is done. And he yeah. was like, kind of like, 
grumpy old guy like you took away my yeah and i'm sure the kids were into it too. yeah exactly like oh teamwork and get soccer and then swimming and we had a list of every counselor and make sure everyone was represented in the thing and it was yeah i was i was i was pretty psyched about that yeah sounds like a fun time which went to that camp yeah, yeah, I don't know. The camp was kind of shoddy, but it, it was good. It was good back in Philly. So, I know you are you from Connecticut originally? Yeah, I'm originally from Colchester. Okay, uh, over by the casinos. A okay, couple of towns over from Norwich. Okay, um, nice, quaint little town. Yeah, can't mm-hmm. complain. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I think it's uh, it's really cool that I also like that you have kind of the the day gig, which is a little more corporate, and you have the the side the side hustle to keep you yeah. creative. Yeah, um, there's definitely a. You know the the corporate gig is awesome. It's it definitely teaches you kind of how to work in an art field um, in a super regimented way. You know you're working for brands that have you know style guides that you know need to adhere to this color or this font or you know this layout, um, which is great. Um, it teaches you you know discipline, um, but it is fun to get home you know fire the computer again and it's like you know yeah. anything goes really. I mean for the most part. Um, it's been like a like a like a kind of resurgence for my like creative brain in the past couple of years, kind of. And you're doing some like you do. I saw Pepsi and Slurp, like the Slurp Seven yeah. Eleven, yeah, Ghost yeah. underscore Images. I mean, go, uh, yeah, on Instagram, and you can follow along. But like, there's some pretty big bangers. Like, there's some pretty big accounts yeah. you're working on. Yeah, I've been super lucky to touch some really big brands, um, whether in a small way or a big way. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's. Now, what's your preferred like? So you, are you all digital? Are you? What, what is your like? What is your? You mentioned Photoshop before. Are you an all yeah. digital kind of guy? Yeah, I pretty much solely work on the computer um, between Illustrator and Photoshop. Um, I'm definitely not like a like a sketch a super detailed sketch beforehand mm-hmm. and kind of dive in after that. I kind of like experiment live, um, mm-hmm. especially with the counterweight stuff. It's you know, send me a name and I'll kind of like let it marinate for a few days. Whether I'm like you know commuting or in the shower or. You know, sitting on the couch, I'm always kind of like thinking about what the, the you know, particular name could, you know, come out as. Um, and then once I'm on the computer, it's experiment for a while. Um, there's a few styles that I know that they like at this point. Um, and there's a pretty good formula to making a beer can too. You know, you got to make sure like that front panel um, holds your your biggest communication, whether it's the name or the ABV mm-hmm. or the, the you know the beer type. Um, so there's definitely a formula that helps you kind of like stitch it together. Um, but it's definitely a little bit of like experiment and kind of happy accidents here and there and mm-hmm. yeah see where it goes now how many have you done it up to this point oof um I, it's a lot yeah. uh i'd say closer to th- high 20s maybe 30 i think at this point Pretty awesome yeah these guys are cranking them out here yeah um, it's they're i feel like they're coming out with a new beer like every other week yeah so. now let's so how did how did how did that come to be yeah um like i said it's definitely a right place in the right time and just like knowing friends that you know work within the industry Watch your hand. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, kind of funny story. Uh, my girlfriend and ended up knowing one of the brewers that got a job here. Uh, shout out Mark. Um, and he was kind of throwing his hat in the ring and you know doing this first recipe for a beer. It was the inundation, uh, the first inundation of the series. Um, and he knew I was a graphic artist. Um, and he was like, hey, like, do you mind if you know Josh throws in a look for this? And he had a pretty prescriptive idea. Mark's like a a really creative dude so he had an idea of what he wanted his can to look like which was of course like the mushroom cloud coming out of the fermenter and spilling over um so they gave me the opportunity i whipped it up um they liked it and then i was kind of like the clingy girlfriend at that point i was like emailing like every other day like do you have more give me more like i you know i don't mind working on the weekends whatever you guys need and i they finally like said all right dude like do some more um yeah so i just kind of you know 
just been wheeled from there and we've been doing it ever since. Yeah, it was because yeah, early on I think they had somebody in like Germany doing some labels or something. Yeah, yeah. And because I remember early on, I was just I know way too much about who does labels. Like I, <laughs> I, I met somebody yesterday, I was telling them about it, and they're like. What about this? What about this brewery? I was like, oh, that's Earl. Like yeah. they were trying to like. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, what else you got? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, because early on it was like in Germany, and I we had never done anything international. I was just like, oh, I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah. And then then it's Pedro, they, I think. I'm not. I wasn't sure. Like I think it was like we were like it was like it was probably two and a half years ago when because we, we first started yeah. and um, we that that was just like a heavy research. I was it was really hard. I think that's also been a really great thing for artists like yourself is that years ago, like they would like some of the cans have an artist name on it mm-hmm. or an even like social posts, it'll be by now. Like it's a really reciprocal like appreciation where before it was like, you never, you never think to see that as, as yeah. something like, I mean, you wouldn't see like Coke or Pepsi put like, Oh yeah, this campaign was by, that's it's like completely. Point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one you know great thing about working on beer labels, at least from, from a social media perspective, and getting your name out there is that you know for the stuff that I do do at you know my day job, I can't post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know a lot of it hasn't been bought by the client or is a concept or an idea mm-hmm. that they didn't buy, um, so I can't just like willy nilly post stuff on Instagram. But it's it's been great kind of having these guys to to kind of help shout your name and, and be able to post cool stuff that you're working on. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. I think it's just been really. I think that's one of my things. I'm I'm always proud of that. One of the things I'll do is. Like if they if people don't do it or you see people with their beer photos, yeah, I I just go and comment like cans by this guy or whatever. Nice. So I mean it's a good way to cross promote. But I, that was that, I did Real that for MVP. a while. <laughs> well, I just think it's like that's how it's weird because I don't see it, I I don't see it as the beer as much anymore. I see it as like as the person. Yeah. So totally. to me it's like a whole different way of seeing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been really great. So they they give you a name. How much how much time you have? I mean. I, I have to say, if you haven't been to Counterweight, I think it's probably one of the the best breweries in Connecticut, and it's definitely, you know, they're they're growing at a crazy pace, and it's super smart what they're doing. They're making great beers, not and not just the IPAs. They're doing Kolsch's and great stouts and sours. It's just a really smart growth here. Um, but so I mean, I can only imagine how busy they're keeping you. You know. Yeah, um, you know, truth be told, I, I look forward to the emails where they give me some more work, and I hope it's a bunch, um, because it is that, you know, like I was saying before, I, you know, I don't mind jumping on these things right away, like, a lot of times I'll get an email um, while I'm at work, and then like, I can't wait to get home and, you know, crank this yeah. out, because, you know, I, I, ideas are, are pumping through my head, but, um, yeah, I, I usually give myself about, you know, a week maybe max in between getting Ooh. an assignment and, and giving them something, um, yeah. I think, uh, and they're they're pretty receptive to to stuff, you know. I, no shame on them, but they should definitely be able to pick and pluck and you know change this color to that color, you know. Right. Um, but they're they're super super easygoing guys, and I love how you know easy they are to work with. They're kind of like that looks rad. Yeah, let's do it. Now, do you have a, do you have because you come from the style sheet, the corporate? Like, do you yeah. have a, like in your head? Do you have like a a ghost images like style sheet? Okay, this is this type of beer. I, I wanted to the colors to represent the fruits or do you have a way that you kind of yeah, like attack it? Yeah. So we're, we're both kind of getting there together. Um, I think, you know, over the past year, they've definitely fine tuned what they like to see with certain beers. Um, like if you look at what we're doing with the Pilsners or the lighter beers, they really like that art nouveau flowery flourish stuff. Yeah. Um, which I think is awesome. That's like my favorite stuff to do. Um, it harkens back to like, uh, Mooka and like the turn of the century artists, which I think is so beautiful. And it's been, 
really fun to at least try doing something like that. I've never had an opportunity to do that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm loving doing that. So usually if it's a, a Pilsner or a lighter beer, I know it's going to be this certain look. Um, IPAs is a little bit of a wild west, um, but I do make sure um, I'm really big in a texture um, in, in depth. So I want to, I kind of, you know, design something then run it through like the proverbial like um, wood chipper a little bit in Photoshop and like make it look like it's been around for a while. Like mm -hmm. I like when it looks weathered and, and distraught. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's really dependent on the, the name. Um, and if it's, if it's a Pilsner, I, I jump into that, that kind of flourishy old school yeah. label approach. And you, before you're saying, you know, you didn't really dig on math, but like a lot of that stuff is like very intricate, like patterns. Yeah. So it's very, yeah. it's really kind of crazy. Yeah, there's definitely a formula to it. Um, yeah. uh, a lot of people will, you know, throw shade on this, but like kind of flip it horizontally, mirror it, yeah. and it helps you at least get halfway there. So yeah. like a lot of times I'll design half, um, get it where I like it flip it and it kind of like makes for a nice can when it turns it's symmetrical yeah like my OCD mind likes that I do um, like symmetrical yeah I like symmetrical too yep that's uh, oh that's good so you a week that's pretty good you're you're uh, that's pretty good turnaround time yeah if I'm lucky I mean yeah sometimes you know the day job keeps me a little bit late sometimes too um but a lot of it is weekends you know wake up early on a Sunday and jump in the office and have fun and get on with your day kind of thing but yeah. that's great and so yeah and like I said they're they're really cool I think since you started working on them you can see a, it's a different direction they've really become they really helped I think the brand I mean especially on social because now it's to get people to come taste it you really it has that grasp to it and I think it's really helped it, it stand out and I think your corporate gig how you position even the promotion of the labels where you flap it out yeah yep. I love that I think it's really good oh, I got a crash course in Photoshop man if I thought I was good before whew. Like the crazy stuff, the, like the mock-ups and yeah. all that stuff. It's fun. It's 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 a challenge. It's a new challenge. Make it look as realistic as you can with, you know, little time as you can. Yeah, <laughs> uh, our buddy Steve Raboyne does an amazing job of that. It, I was, cause I'm always like, how did you get that onto like a shirt and a built like I'm like really it's already out. I'm like, where's that? And he's like, oh, it's just a mock-up. But it just it makes you. It's just much easier than just like, oh, here you go. Here's the. Mm -hmm. here's what I'm going to do, like to see it in action, I guess is yep. the best way to see it. It's really, it's really awesome. Yeah. I've actually been messing around with uh, Adobe Dimension too. Um, I don't know if anyone's talking yeah, about that. Yeah, what is that? It's, I don't really know what it is yet, <laughs> but um, it's okay. basically like a 3D program um, that works like Photoshop, but in a three-dimensional world. Um, so it's very conscious of textures and spaces and dimension. So you can have a can model, for example, tilt it, like, almost like a, I guess, can. Oh, okay. Sure, so, oh, like, like a, a 3D model of yeah. it, tilt it wherever you want it. Um, warp your, you know, label onto it, and it will even out the lighting for you. It's, it's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. I'm slowly kind of dipping my toes in that a little bit. Um, yeah, something new to learn. Yeah. Now, how would you describe your like your style? Because you also do other work that's not label work. So what, what would you? Yeah. How would you describe your kind of your freelance or your kind of uh, f freedom? We have your freedom to kind of just for draw. sure. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely, st you know, it's funny because I'm, you know, music-wise even too, I'm kind of jumping back to like the, the heyday of like the turn of like the 2000s. Um, and I, I'm really, I kind of, I found my Pogs from when I was a kid. I don't know if you remember Pogs, but. Yeah, I'm older than you, buddy. Uh, I definitely yeah. remember Pogs. <laughs> um, and I was going through those and some of that design is so sick. Like the holographic fucking scorpions and skulls. And like, I just really love that kind of like, it looks like it was done really quick. Um, but there's like a certain like, um, like fine quality to it mm -hmm. uh, that I've really been trying to like capture. Um, it's pretty trendy right now, like the kind of like the flash art style. Um, 
but in the same way, it's, it's really fun to, to bang out like a doodle real quick and have something to post. Um, and it's really given me a chance to kind of experiment with those textures I was talking about. Yeah. Um, and, and really making it look a certain way is, is kind of the goal. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to do another doodle or die in September. And so I'm excited to, to get some of the crew, like yourself and others, to, yep. to dive into it. We're gonna, yeah, me and Robbie Davis with the Against the Grain have been talking about it. So I'm pretty nice. excited. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that was my last year. I did, no, we did it two years ago. And I, I downloaded Illustrator in my trial. Nice. And you were saying about the crack code days. Like, I used to have all that shit. And now, like, I just can't, I can't justify the 40 bucks a month. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so, but it's, yeah, I really like to learn it more. But my wife's a school teacher, so I think we're going to use the .edu as maybe as, like, a nice. workaround. Yeah. It's still, it's still, it's not, it's not free, but it'll, it'll be cheaper. Yeah, and it's a little bit easier. Like, they definitely pump out the updates, too. Um, and they're making it worth it. There's a lot of cool new tools in there that I don't even know yet. Like I'm having these younger young guns that are coming into the job, like teaching me these crazy tricks. I'm like, whoa, where was this like three years ago? I had no yeah. idea you could do that that easily. Um, there's yeah. so many ways to skin yeah. a cat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I've told this story before, but like I, when I managed the band, the music, I, we designed, you know, we took some photos. I designed the, the album cover and I had no idea how I did it. It was just like, fucking around yeah. and it was like okay we need this as like a high res whatever for the print and I was like I couldn't I tried for a week to recreate it and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't recreate yeah. it exactly so we sent it over and I think I had just the right DPI that like we barely got it through uh, it was cause yeah me and the guy and the, like my good friend in the band were like okay this is what I did and I know I did these filters and then I did, you know yeah. I couldn't recreate it like yeah. I was just like fuck yeah. I, and they're like talking to me all the like, that was a, that was 10, 15 years ago, yeah. and I had no fucking idea what yeah. I was doing. I was like, no, I cannot do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, that's what I mean by experimenting, just like going through like, well, that color's weird. All right, let's roll with it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I bet you there's a file that like a lot of like your keystrokes, like in the Adobe there's or something. Be. Cause yeah. that would that would've been really helpful. Cause I was like, I don't know what I did here. So it's I, down your Cause I think I flattened it and then sent it to them. Like yeah. I was really proud I could do that. And then <laughs> I didn't know how to like, uh, you know, I, I had closed it so I couldn't control Z that shit. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know, no. That's always a joke. I'll just flatten it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah, because I interviewed uh, uh, PJ uh, Devillier, and he does everything by hand, and he doesn't use any digital. And he mm. said he'll get he'll get briefs, and they're like, well, we need to vector that. And he's like, no, I don't, I, I don't do that. <laughs> nice. I mean, shout out. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, sand, he's just kind of well, he's just like I don't. Yeah, he's like I don't know how. To, but the way he described it was, he goes, I'm just. It would take me too long to learn. Like, I'm way already. I'm so far behind on digital that like the amount of time it would ever take me to get up to speed yeah. would just be years off his life. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's a good point. Like, you're not going to impact your craft because you had to learn something else. I mean, he's just like, I, I scan it at a high enough DPI, they can, they can do it. If, right. He's like, I don't know, they might vector it or just tell me to fuck off. Uh, but yeah. That's, <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. And we are back. You're listening to episode 123 with the talented, humble, digital-friendly Mr. Josh Parent, ghost underscore images on the Instagram. You can follow along with his work there. You can see what he's doing in the corporate world, his side hustle, the work he's doing with Counterweight. And it's uh, he's keeping busy, keeping busy. Just from last time we talked, he's got new stuff up. He's doing stuff for their... Oktoberfest, and it's just really cool to see him help 
shape that brand and then really to buy in. Like we talked about, I know early on when we started doing the project, because we've been such big fans of the work that, you know, Matt and the crew does, you know, going back to the Nebco days, you know, early on we tried to find out who the artist was and it was somebody overseas. And to be honest, the fact that we have, uh, I think over 11 different countries that we've had, you know, guests from, that was crazy to me. So we never thought that was possible. And so we kind of were like, oh, I don't know how we're gonna work that. And, you know, Josh started following along, started tagging us and stuff, and I could tell that it was somebody new. And it was a new direction, it was a new set of designs, and we really, it was just a, it was really just a no-brainer. You know, obviously, if you're out there and you're an artist, you want us to, che- us to check out your stuff, use the hashtag 160ZCanvas, pound, tic-tac-toe, whatever you want to call it, and we will find you. It's really great. I mean, it's really nice to see. We started uh, you know, using the story in our uh, Instagram as more of you know a way to recognize some things that we're seeing out there, kind of sharing some stuff with you. You, know, you click on the images, it'll take you to the artist. You start following them along and really just trying to recognize. You know, we... We like beer. We drink beer. Beer, beer, beer. Um, it's not a Supreme Court nominee uh, discussion, but I am not probably the most knowledgeable. You know, I, I know probably more than the average Joe, but I don't know enough about brewing. We tell the artists and guests that every week. We're not looking to talk about hops and grains and yeast and how that comes together. If that is part of their process for coming up with it, you know, if it's something that's very vivid or juicy or fruity or you know has a rich richness to it and maybe they use that for their color palette that's cool but we're good at uh finding cool artists and we're really proud of that and we're really building something you know special and so uh we say that every week because we don't take any of these episodes for granted each episode is building something bigger than myself and you're a part of that and for whatever reason you came here you know we thank you so this is a great episode again i want to thank you know, Josh for coordinating us, uh, getting to getting to do it at Counterweight. Had a, a raspberry sour-esque beer, which name escapes me. That was incredible. I know they do can it, so I will be waiting in line. I don't know if I'll be doing the, um, you know, getting my chair out and doing that whole scenario. But, um, yeah, and then just also want to give a quick plug to the crew over at KCBC. You know, after we... You know, did the work with uh, you know Jimmy on the radio last week. You know, they hosted a few of us over there, and the beers that we had were were just killer. They had some great sours. They had a huge this uh, donut stout that um, I only had a couple sips of because I was did not want to fall asleep on the uh, Metro North train back to Connecticut. And just it was a it was a great experience. You know, thanks to everyone over there. Um, we get to meet some really cool people, and so um, just uh, we're just really blessed. And so. Thanks to the crew over KCBC once again. Thanks to the Counterweight Squad. Uh, thanks to Jimmy and Beer Sessions Radio. And just thanks to all of you. So let's get back into this part two. Josh Parent, Ghost Images, 16-ounce canvas. Let's do what we do. Because you, your day gig, I think, it probably helped you with understanding like the contour of the can and doing more CPG-type stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely help with packaging. Um, I definitely dabble with like Pepsi cans and amp cans. Um, so like the idea of like where your eye goes and that like what kind of how mm-hmm. I was saying that that front panel is super important. Um, so I like to keep that part of the formula, you know, pretty consistent, um, especially for being on shelf. Uh, yeah, I mean. So it's probably a pretty smooth transition for you when you first did it, right? Yeah, uh, definitely working in, you know, kind of like what you're just saying, like working in files, I'll definitely like go right to print. Um, it helped me with that, that background knowledge of, all right, I definitely need to be in CMYK. You know, I definitely need to, 
make sure you know it fits within their die line and, and is actually printable. Um, it definitely helped me with getting at least like three quarters of the way there. Now, sure. are you are you limited with colors? How, how do you, how do you guys print? No, here? Oh, thankfully they do full color wraps. So okay. like the sky's the limit. Um, and whoever they have printing this stuff turns out great. Like it's pretty true to screen. I'm pretty astonished. Like. I'll, I'll give them a can. And I'm like, dang, I hope, I hope that holds up. And I'll yeah. come in here and it's in the, the cooler. And I'm like, yeah, we made it. Cool. Like, it's not too, like, washed out. or. So, so the inundation was your first beer you saw? Yep. So what was that feeling like? Because, like, obviously, you me oh, working on, was that? Nerve-wracking. Yeah? Super nerve-wracking, yeah. Um, it was my first freelance gig ever. Um, and I had been at my corporate gig at that point for, for five years. Um, I'd been, like, in, in the world, you know, client world for a while. Um, had never dabbled in freelance, and uh, I remember sending the email and just like, refresh, 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 like waiting for a response, like that nerve-wracking feeling of like, God, I hope they, they don't hate it. Um, and they, they liked it. It was, it was a pleasant experience. Um, yeah, it, it was it was nerve-wracking, I think is the word to describe Do you remember it. drinking your first beer out of your like your own can? Yeah, like, yeah, I thought we were putting it like in a recycling bin. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess it's always, yeah, I always, yeah, early on we would just say like, when, you, when you're about to throw it out, like just yeah. hold it for like an extra second and yeah. realize like, yeah, because so one of the guys described as like a mini uh, art show in his refrigerator, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, yeah, I have a shelf now. Um, I wish I kept up on it a little bit better on the, you know, the early days, but we're starting to fill up shelves. I had to, I had to clear a new one <laughs> the other day. Now, do you drink them and then shelf them, or do you uh, So we usually grab a four-pack, um, throw one on the shelf, three in the fridge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have an early, I have like an OG Gandhi-Bot one. It's full nice. still. I thought... I was thinking I would just put a, maybe a pin in it and drain it out, but I, I, I... Yeah, I'm pushing my luck. They're all full on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, your shelf's going to collapse, man, one yeah. of these days. I don't, I don't know what the... Yeah. Know, it wasn't here, and it was a brewery in Connecticut, and if you follow my Instagram, we did have a beer explode in my house, and it was fucking terrible. I remember listening to that. That was wild. Like, coated your dining room? My dining room looks like a Pollock painting. Like, Oof. I mean, we thankfully were able to clean up most of it, but like, I have to get a painter. Um, but oh, no, all the way to the ceiling. Every wall in my house, in the dining room, every wall. Jeez. I mean, it's amazing to realize how much pressure's in that can. Yeah, the whole top really. blew out, and oh. my kid was covered. My kid was covered in beer. Oh no. Yeah. He's probably licking his lips, like his or hers. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, right now, Dan. Yeah, Dan. He's my wild child, so I don't need to be. Uh, he's already gonna be. The, I can tell the first to have a drink before yeah. he should, so I don't need to give it to him any earlier. <laughs> but yeah, I just heard. You know, I was like, that was a weird sound to hear. Like, yeah. Was it in sunlight at all, or was it? I mean, I, we had a barbecue, and I was. Sur- I had a bunch of those uh, beers, and I, my my only my only theory uh, or hypothesis. My wife's a science teacher. Is that we took it from the cooler and then it was in there, but it that was only a couple of days. Like it was never outside. You know, in my room we had we didn't have to put the air conditioners in yet, so it, it was room temperature. So yeah. it was just at some point. But the weird part is I had other beers from that batch that didn't do it. Oh, so I just think that well, everything I learned is when you play with fruit, like it's all all bets are off. Oh, okay, interesting. Because basically, it, I think. And somebody can correct me, but it heats if it gets warmed up again because there's fruit in there, it starts to re cycle. Yeah, and then it, so oh. then all the pressure builds up hmm. and has nowhere else to go. Good to know. Take a note. I think I have one of the crimson briars on the shelf. I'm like, <laughs> oh no. I think it should be. I mean, I, well, it depends. Like, it, it's not necessarily with their fruit. It's if it's how they make the beer. Gotcha. If they don't pasteurize okay. it or something, like it's. Uh, yeah, one of the guys at Nepco was telling me, uh, Greg over there, it was like, it just depends, like if they pasteurize it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it, I, I was, it was, it was weird because I'd always heard about it exploding and it just, 
to have blueberry stains on your <laughs> ceiling is just like, yeah. That happened. <laughs> yeah, it was like that was a real thing, and I was the test case, and it was. Um, but um, yeah, so like I said, and as we were talking about before, we'll formally invite you. We're gonna do our big event at uh, Three Sheets in New Haven in December, and so we'd love to have you be a part of that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd be really right, cool. Yeah, good, 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 good. So yeah, so what are you what are you drinking? What are you what are you enjoying these days? Oh, I mean, this is where I get lit up. Um, I uh, I'm not a big beer snob. Um, I really I do love everything counterweight and a lot of the good Connecticut breweries bang out. Uh, but if you catch me on a weekend, I might be drinking a Miller Lite. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the Pilsners. All right, that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah I was go. gonna say this is where I lose my time. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> um, no. I, I really do love the lighter uh, Pilsner stuff. The, the IPAs are a little bit uh, wasted on me. I just don't have like the palate to like distinguish between you know this and that one. Mm -hmm. I enjoy them all by by all means, but um. Uh, I'm actually really growing into sours too. Yeah. Um, OEC like rock my world. Um, I love going there. Yeah. Uh, all their stuff is, is really great. Um, so I'm kind of warming up to that whole like sour world. It's like something different. Like oh I can like I can taste the difference here. Right. A little it's bit, refreshing you know? too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's, it's been morbidly hot here, and so. Oh god. It's nice to have. So a, humid. I'm actually really happy it's raining right now. Yeah. It was <laughs> cool. Yeah. We as yeah as I pulled out, we just started up disgustingly pour down. Yeah. And we so needed it. <laughs> we did need it. So I mean that has been good. Um, but I think that, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think beer, I, I don't like the term beer snob because I definitely, I just don't drink as much as I used to. So I've mm -hmm. just kind of decided which beers I'd like. Right. And if you right. like Pilsners, they make a killer pills here. So, I mean, that's just like, yeah. Miller Lite's a pill. Like, that's yeah. I mean, if you're like, I don't really like craft beer. It's like, okay, what do you drink? Oh, I drink Miller Lite. Oh, that's a Pilsner. So you like, so if I get you a better version of that. Right. It's like, if you want to drive a shitty, you know beat up Hyundai yeah. or, or like a Mercedes like right. there's you still doesn't, doesn't mean you don't like nice cars just, yeah. yeah it's funny I don't know, know if that, a beer I don't know if that analogy worked but I, I, I stuck to it I stuck to it I appreciate the car guy analogy yeah are you a car guy yeah yeah um, that's definitely like the second half of my life I'm definitely a car guy all right yeah that's um, good yeah more so when I was like 16 kind of growing out of it and get, being a little smarter with the money but uh yeah no it's uh, I'm the least handy. I, I'm such it's a, I'm such an embarrassment. Like I'm not handy at all. I mm. can't do anything. Like I can get my oil. I, I probably I can change if I if I needed to change my oil. But then I did recently. Then like a couple years ago, I did the math, and it's just cheaper to go somewhere else. Like yeah, I, I don't because I don't have the lift. I don't have all that stuff. So yep. it's just like. Oh, believe me, I still go to the dealership, get my oil changed to the dealership. That's right. great. That's right, it's a luxury right it there. It is right. Yeah. I mean, it's just you do the math, and it's like thirty bucks, yeah. and you can't buy five quarts. For no, 30 bucks. No, yeah. I didn't do that on purpose, but I mean, by all means. Plus, it goes in the Carfax. It's great. Yeah. Oh, good point. I didn't think about that way. Yeah, our battery died recently in Philly, and AAA came, but they they wouldn't give me a new battery because they couldn't get the car to start. And I said, well, the huh. reason I need a new battery is because the car won't start. It's like, a weird ideology. <laughs> well, right. Like, oh, it could be the... Um, the connection or something. What the hell is that? Uh, when you turn the key. The, oh, the ignition. Yeah. It, it, like, oh, it could be something else. I'm like, no. My kid left the light on. The battery died. Mm -hmm. I needed a new battery. And so they had to tow me to an auto zone to buy a battery. I was like, you're taking me to somebody else's business. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, they're a gift and a curse. They're fun when they work. And then when they don't, they're... But I was, it just didn't make sense. The guy, because then the guy driving me, the, then they had to send somebody else with the... The delivered like the you know the the tow truck and he's like I'm taking you somewhere else to buy a battery. Didn't the guy have a I'm like oh yeah I saw the battery in the car and they no wouldn't way. sell it to me because of the yeah they were concerned. Jeez. I was like this is the dumbest thing ever. But yeah I don't I don't 
I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, folks, ghost, ghost underscore images on Instagram, ghostimages.org. Now, why is it .org? Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> when I was buying the domain, it was a little bit cheaper. Ghostimages.com, I think, was taken. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, and I kind of a little, <laughs> for the lulls a little bit. <laughs> I was like, that ORG, I'm like, it doesn't is look it like Is it cringy? Was that a bad decision? <laughs> no, I think it's fine. I mean, I think that, yeah, I think that people don't care anymore. Yeah. I think I think 10 years ago, like, people probably would have been like, Should have gone for the dot Like, oh, are you, a, are you a non-profit? Like, yeah, yeah, but I don't think people care anymore. <laughs> So let's see what what else. So your personal stuff, folks. How 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 can folks reach out to you to to best you know get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, yeah. So my email is linked directly to my Instagram. Um, so shoot me an email or a DM on there. I'd love to slide you know, in. Yeah, slide in the DMs. Um, and that's what I did to AJ. It worked out for me. So. Yeah. Right here. Here we are. Right. Yeah. He's getting me drunk and you know yeah. we're uh, having a good time. But no, I, and I really like that. I mean, your a lot of your stuff is your big skull guy. You're big, big into skulls. Yeah. Which yeah. I and he's got a beautiful tattoo on his arm, and I, I was surprised there's is there, there's no skulls in your tattoo. No, actually, I don't have any skulls, which is weird. I have a couple skulls in here. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Jim, uh, Nautilus Tattoo in Newington. Uh, he's great. On the yeah, I'm part. definitely Jones for a tattoo, and so I'm I'm always like. And that Al is pretty, pretty, pretty slamming on there. Yeah, I mean, this took so long. I'm like, all right, I need a break for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna. How, now, now, what is that? What is that? Is that a how many sittings? Is that? Oh man. Is uh, that pieced together? That's what. Yeah. I, so that's what I did. You know, quote unquote wrong the first time. A bunch of small pieces kind of scattered, and we kind of had to figure out a way to make. Them yeah, work. that's. What's the ideal way to do it? Because I I know the pieces. I know like, like half a dozen that I want to get, but I don't know how to get them. The coexist. So that's that's what's what's the best way to do that? Yeah, I mean the best way would probably be find a dude or a dudette um, that's like super into doing you know a sleeve or whatever you want, and then tell them your ideas and like have them incorporate it into this whole you know one mm -hmm. big kind of yeah. vision. Um, I also love the flash stuff. Like I think with my other arm, I'm probably just gonna like dot it with whatever I think is cool small stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think definitely kind of having someone jump on board from an early, you know time would be great because yeah. they have they have this whole their like mindset of like where it looks good in the body like like oh i might want a sword here but they might be like eh, it looks kind of weird like you might want to put it on like the front of your arm or you know they have like the, the whole set of insights that will definitely guide it uh yeah we've had some we had some cool folks who do tattoos too so it's just been yeah. like the more i talk to people and it's just like oh no it's yeah. fun it's it's definitely fun you know about your the day before you're gonna go like i'm gonna get a tattoo it's it's tolerable you know there while you're doing it but then the, it's the days after that are the worst you know pain wise not pain just like uncomfort um, okay. i'm not a big like lotion guy so the fact that you have to be like like lathered and like i just like hate that feeling so like sleeping is like i don't know what i would have said josh if you would have said i'm a huge lotion guy like <laughs> By the way, huge, huge lotion <laughs> i'm big into lotions i've got a whole crop of them i utilize ghost images yeah right. lotion. <laughs> i'm a lotion guy so yeah lotionguy.org <laughs> It's probably open. <laughs> Make sure we're good. So, you talk, we talked about music and skating and stuff like that. What's what's when you're creating at night? You know, you, you're grinding your nine to five. What's you know, what's the scene like when you're uh, at the Ghost Images Studio? Yeah, uh, it's definitely a time and place um, and like mood. But uh, like I said earlier, I'm I'm diving back into like the classics, like metal and hardcore from um, yeah. which I was really you know really into in the 
early 2000s and like a lot of the stuff holds up i'm like why does this still sound good maybe it's just like my ear from that time yeah. but um i'm diving back into that stuff um if i have my headphones on usually but um i'm really into like the cali like grunge beach grunge resurgence okay um it's just kind of like really like it sounds like dad beach music but it's like just really kind of like good easy easy listening okay. the girlfriend doesn't mind it when we're doing dishes like put something on it's just like something good to vibe to um but what, I'm what bands own. what bands uh, Alalaz, I think is how you say it. Alalaz? Yep. Okay. Um, they're really good. Um, and then I love the, the, the trading the line between that and punk, uh, like Mind Spiders is okay. really good. Um, they're kind of like punk, like garage bandy. Um, yeah. I'm all over the place. I like hip hop too. Um, Wiki is awesome. If you don't know him, he's no. kind of like an underground New York dude. Okay. Um, he slays. He's really good. Okay. He, he, uh, if you're into like not weird hip-hop but like that line hip-hop where it's not like bitches and money it's like right. actually like i'm rapping about something right Wiki. not all that tune and yeah. yeah i like a good story yep there's a good they're coming out of the wu-tang like mini documentary series oh really interesting and they it's yeah they a bunch of them are i think are executive producers on it so it's like pretty that's cool pretty true i think so it's like, like amazon it's, one, oh, it's cool. on one of those streaming services it's i think it comes out in a couple months but it looks pretty it's like i think a four or five part like mini-series type thing. I'm pretty psyched about it. They're making it hard to get work done. All these, like, streaming sites. Right. It's crazy. Well, I mean, yeah, it's all about having new content, right? I think yeah. I was trying to, yeah. Oh, man. So are, are you at, at your nine, to, are, you, are you rocking out the tunes at the corporate gig? Are you kind of like... Uh, we're, it's a pretty cool office, so um, we'll kind of take turns DJing on a day-to-day, like, kind of, right. like, out loud. That's um, good. And that's, like, tolerable stuff. Like, there's still, like... You gotta be like conscious. What's of your what's ghost around. images like? Corporate, corporate phase music. Ah, uh, dad, classic rock. Like a good, like Blue Oyster Cult. You know, <laughs> I'm a big Rush fan too. Um, I don't play that a lot at work because no one really likes Rush except for me and my dad. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we saw them at. Are you probably? Did you go to that show in Bridgeport a couple years ago? No. Did they, they come to Bridgeport a couple years ago? Yeah. At the. What? Yeah. Like, oh, and man. but it was like the. I mean, I've been to like, I've been to a lot of dude shows. Mm-hmm. And my wife likes Rush. I'm not huge. And well, that's weird. Yeah, my wife's like the musical that, genius. That she's she's got more clout than I do. Um, if they're yeah, she, a rock and roll Jeopardy, she would just <laughs> she'd be like that James guy. She would just crush it. But, girl that likes Rush, weird. But it was like there was more dicks at that show than I've ever. Oh, like, yeah. It was like it oh, was yeah. like fifteen to one. Yep. And they looked at her like she was like like fillet like, like it was just like, like an alien. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. That was my first concert as a kid. It's the first time I smelled weed, and I was yeah. like, I was like ten. My dad brought me. I was like, "What's that smell?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> like, that was weed that I smelled. Got it. <laughs> yeah, and like they're like they're killer. Like they're great musicians. Yeah, I just shred. they just come out the new album, and they played the whole fucking album like in a row, and I wanted to kill myself because <laughs> I was like, I was ex- like, I, I get it. Like I knew why. Like I was like, all right, play two new songs. Y Y Z. Two yeah. songs sound like I, I was like, all right, I can deal with that. And they're like, oh, we just came out with a new album. And I think they played eight to ten songs in a row. And I was like, yeah, you got to play machines. you gotta play a new song. You got to play one of the, the hits, man. Yeah. And people were just like, eh. yeah. I was like, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. It was my wife, my, my niece, and my nephew. So we, we brought, I think, two of the probably six women in the entire place were with, in, yeah. with our group. <laughs> they're great. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, Neil Peart's an amazing drummer. Yeah. So I can't really... That there's like isn't that a weird documentary he's got? Yeah, they uh, they're not touring anymore, I guess, because Neil is just like he's had it. He's his body is like failing, I guess. I don't know. It was it was pretty depressing, but it was it was a good watch. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, 
It was good. I mean, he's yeah. They came back for he came back for a while, but it was yep. a, it was a big. It, it, I don't know. I was happy because they've been friends forever. Like it wasn't like yeah. we hate each other. Like no drama. It was just like Sorry. I physically can't do this, and yeah. you see that a lot. Like the guys just go deaf, and they you realize how much they sacrifice for their body. Super prolific. Like they've been going since like the '60s. It's insane. Right, and I think that. Back then, you don't realize how your ears get impacted. I mean, no yeah. one was wearing in-ear monitors. No one was wearing anything. Count the puffy hair. Right. Was- yeah, I mean, like, there was nothing. They didn't give a shit yeah. about any of that stuff. And But those guys never, I mean, yeah, they, I'm happy for them. They deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, but they need a break for a bit. They definitely need to take a little little, little a time breather. off. Yeah. Sorry, so what's next up? What's on the next, uh, what's up for Ghost Images? What do you got going on? Uh, I just got a nice email from these guys. Big list. There's some, some cool stuff coming out. Um... I don't know if I can say the types of beer, but there's definitely a, a big list of All summer right. releases coming out. Now, do you work on the bottles too? Do you do yeah. those? Yep. The, there was, yep. Isn't there one that just is coming yeah, out? Yeah, second furrow, um, available tomorrow, might be whenever this is coming out. Right. Um, that's coming out. Um, that's a cool collab with the dudes over at um, Fox Farm. Um, so that should be a good one. The bottle stuff is really great. Um, and they treat it like a whole different animal. Yeah. Like they really want those to look like like a bottle aged, you know, or a bottle should look. So a lot of times we're a little more refined and mm-hmm. like a little more. Yeah, it's like less sim- like of a wrap. It's more of just like a front panel. Yeah. Yep. Sim- um, like simple, like minimalism, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I love the collabs these guys do too. Like with Stottner that he did last mm-hmm. year, last summer. That was that was wild. Like they yeah over from Germany. The guys were like hanging out. That's what I mean. Like it's it's they're it's like it's very smart and calculated, and it's they're yeah they're just trying to they get the longevity is is obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the bottle. So how does how did you approach that? Because that's. I mean, if you look at all your other stuff, like it's just it's that's completely different. Like I was, I saw it and I was like, I'm not even sure if Josh did that. Uh, the second furrow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely. Um, it, so the Fox Farm cans. I'm sure you're familiar with mm-hmm. them. Um, they have a very distinctive look. Um, right. And you know the dudes over here at Counterweight wanted to make sure it didn't seem like it was from left field. You know, like a totally like a Counterweight bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, so they wanted to make sure that I kept in like kind of that classic um not i hate to say antique um but like that you know weathered um kind of timeless look that fox farm does really well uh so that's why that one looks a little bit more of like uh like almost how you if you combine counterweight with what fox farm does Mm -hmm. was kind of like the vision yeah um so it's kind of like that uh, uh victorian like that, I, I, at yeah. least in my mind, I think of Counterweight as having like that Victoria, like as if they came over on the ship from from England as like an old brewery. Um, that's how I envision them. So how do they mesh with like this new wave, like New England brewery? Um, yeah, which would be Fox Farm. But yeah, no, because I, I was that's what that's. I mean, I think that's probably a good testament to your corporate gig is the being versatile, and I, and I think that's probably the hard role sometimes is trying not just to be hands, like having to be able to be creative. But like that yeah. one, I felt that's what like I said. I saw it, and I was, I'm glad I started to ask you about that because I wasn't, I wasn't sure that was yours because it was definitely, it was a different style deliberately. But you don't, you never know. You know, some people have their bottle guy and their can person and totally. what, what have you. So, you know, kudos to you to be able to kind of you know mix it up to that level. Yeah, and I like to try to keep a little bit of consistency through, let's say for example, like how I'm treating images on that one. So like the grapes have like a half tone. Um, and there's like a, I'm gonna get nerdy, like a gradient map over them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I treat a lot of the other imagery and some of the other cans, even like on uh, cities and years, like those crazy like IPA cans, like I'll, I'll run those images through like my same quote unquote filter mm-hmm. that, you know, 
make it have the same quality on it. So it did look a little left field, but um, that's awesome. Though. Yeah, I think that's yeah. good. I think everything you're saying is you you deliver the brief perfectly, right? I mean, that's Thanks, what you, that's yeah. what you hope for, right? Yeah. You you bring it to life and you have that. And so, do you have a like a template file you bring in that has all the filters saved on your stuff? Or what? Uh, not so much filters. I kind of have those set as like actions or brushes, or it's kind of like stockpile of, okay. of asset an asset folder I have for myself, just kind of like on my own computer. Um, but the template for the, the cans, I'm sure you've noticed, like everyone's probably noticed, they always have like that black band on the bottom yeah. with their logo. Um, that takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. Like I know I need to like leave so-and-so space for their, their description that they write. Like they leave that bottom bar. So it's like really that little like semi-horizontal spot yeah. is like the playground. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was good. Shout out to everyone. All right. Cool, man. We did it. Thanks. Wasn't so painful, right? No. There you have it, folks. The essential, the inaugural Josh Parent interview right here on the 16-ounce canvas, episode 123. We are making some great progress here through season 11, and it has been wonderful, the reception we've been getting. We've been getting a lot of recommendations, feedback, and uh, could not not be uh, prouder. I don't know, humbler is really a word. More humble, I guess. What's the rule there? I think it's if it's two syllables or less, you use more or very or something like that. And if it's not, you add the E-R-E-S-T. I don't know. If you're an English teacher or just speak the language better than I do, drop a line and let us know here. But we want to thank you once again for listening to the 16-ounce canvas episode 123. Whew. Ghost underscore images. Make sure you follow along with Josh. Give him a heads up. Let him know that you're digging the episode. And we're really just excited to be able to introduce you to more of these wonderful people, you know, around the world. It's really cool. I look at things so much differently um, in this social media heavy space. I look at all the labels as people, which is weird, but uh, there's just some wonderful people all around the world. And as they say, all the freaky people make the beauty of the world. And you're all freaky. You're all beautiful. We've got nothing but love. Remember, The Art of Craft Beer, hubbub, theartofcraftbeer.com, May. Oh, man, it is going to be it is gonna be wonderful, you know. We hope you can make it. It's going to be really something special. Really excited to, to get up there to Maine and uh, do some work with Will, really vibe it out. want to you know, thank Zach Brady for working on the design again this year with those, you know, cool party sexy colors that are you know being used it's just uh it's just been a lot of fun to to brainstorm on that and get things moving and announce you know the different artists for you yeah it's cool we've got our our six pack already we'll be adding a few more and just uh keeping you on your toes so september 28th and 29th bridge to maine the art of craft beer.com we are the art of craft beer podcast replicated Whatever that fucking... I never get that saying right. And I always... I'm like, should I go back and edit that out again? I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Often imitated, never duplicated. That's something like that. Or that's how we're going to say it from now on. But uh, yeah, again, thanks everybody for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I think it was a lot of fun. If you're an audio folk, you want to maybe come help produce some live events, get in touch, or if you just want to (laughs) critique or just say hello, you know, whatever. Whatever your feedback is, we're, we're blessed. We've gotten some really great emails. Keep them coming. 
pick up a pick up a Dune Hagger glass. We have a few left in the store. Go do it. Go do it. Go do it. And uh, keep in touch. One six OZ Canvas, all over the place. So wherever you are, thank you for listening. Enjoy the last weeks of summer. I am on the lake in Maine right now, completely blissed out, having a great time, and hopefully you're uh, enjoying your weekend or whatever day of the week it is that you decide to join us. Cheers.